Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate. And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back. Today, we have something very special for you, new and loyal listeners alike. Instead of our usual episode, we got to interview some amazing people who are members of the Explorers Club. And today, you're going to hear from a man who largely represents what the Explorers Club is all about, Josh Gates. For the folks at home, Callie, who is Josh Gates? So Josh Gates is a fearless explorer and adventurer and host of Discovery's super popular long-running series, Expedition Unknown. He's also hosting a brand new series that chronicles the incredible history of the club called Tales from the Explorers Club. And we have some exciting news for you. We will be interviewing someone new from the Explorers Club every Friday, all summer long. You'll get to know some of the club's most exciting members over the next few weeks. I can't wait for everyone to hear those incredible conversations. This is so exciting. It most certainly is. And when I found out we were going to get to talk to members of the Explorers Club, he was the perfect person to start with. After all, you can't really understand what makes the Explorers Club if you can't understand what it means to be an explorer in the first place. People explore for different reasons, right? And I think there's good reasons and bad reasons to do everything. You know, look at like high altitude mountaineering. You know, a lot of people try to climb Everest or, or take on these these big, you know, challenging mountains for the glory of it, you know, for the for the notch in their belt. And of course, that's the most dangerous reason to ever embark on any expedition is is for glory. I think that the really impressive explorers are the ones that are out there for the purest of reasons, which is knowledge. Uh, and 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 to touch the unknown and to try to cast a little light into the unknown, you know, and, and yeah, you, you look at some of these expeditions and you just think how on earth, you know, did these guys suffer through these, these just outrageous amounts of time in, in, you know, biting cold and negative 65 degree temperatures and, and going to places where, I don't know, look at Hillary climbing Everest. Of course, Josh is referring to Sir Edmund Hillary, New Zealander who, along with his Sherpa, Tenzing Norgay, became the first people ever recorded to summit Everest. I mean, this mountain had killed everyone who had attempted to summit it up to that point. It was a monster. And, you know, people just kept daring to go back and try again. And so I, I think that, um, you know, the, the really good explorers are that, that weird combination of incredibly careful and well-planned and also brazen and able to take the biggest risks. You kind of have to have both of those traits, I think, if you're going to be someone who really pushes the envelope in exploration. And, and that's a funny combination because there are people who are too careful and people who are too risky. And you have to have a lot of, I think, good good fortune and good luck too. But so many of these guys uh, you know, are people who... Uh, risked everything in the name of science and knowledge. And Josh is no stranger to risk. He's been on an adventure or two in his day, and through his work has gotten himself into a few sticky situations. But that's the life of an explorer, and one that his new show, Tales from the Explorers Club, will highlight. Yeah, the Explorers Club is one of these places that, like when you tell people that it exists and they've never heard of it, the first thing they think is like, oh, this must be a joke. It sounds like something out of a movie, like the Explorers Club. It sounds, you know, like, like could this really be a real place? And it is, not only is it a real a beautiful clubhouse here and, a, and this amazing worldwide organization, but its members are real deal explorers. This is not, you know, uh, a club of, uh, you know, adventure enthusiasts and weekend warriors. These are people who are changing the world, they're pioneers, 
you know, we're talking astronauts and people that were the first to the poles and the first to the bottom of the world's oceans. These are really daring individuals. And there's a lot of amazing science, field science going on that the club is a part of. So it's one of those places that not only is it real, but it's kind of even bigger and better than you imagine. And it's not just the people. Even the Explorers Club HQ is legendary. The building is called the Lowell Thomas Building, named for the American adventurer and writer Lowell Thomas. You might not have heard of Lowell Thomas, but you've probably heard of his work. He is best known for writing about T.E. Lawrence, who you may know as Lawrence of Arabia. The building has been a New York City landmark since 1904 and is home to more than 100 years worth of Explorers Club history and artifacts. The building is exactly what you want it to be, right? It's this kind of uh, Dan Brown, Da Vinci Code looking, you know, uh, kind of soaring building on the Upper East Side here in Manhattan. And there's crackling fireplaces and stuffed polar bears. And, you know, it's, it's just like this shrine to exploration. And it is a real nexus for explorers. It's a, it's a meeting place as much as it is anything else. It's a place for people to connect before and after expeditions, to plan expeditions. So there's a real energy to this place. That tradition and sense of history is part of everything the Explorers Club does. Early members gathered to share their passion for exploration, and there's been some legendary names on the club roster. It was basically a group of people who came together at the suggestion of a, uh, of a journalist and an explorer, Henry uh, Collins Walsh. And the earliest members were, uh, you know, Alpine Club members, folks from the Museum of Natural History, people who had a real passion for exploration. People like Sir Edmund Hillary, who we talked about earlier, but also people like Buzz Aldrin, Theodore Roosevelt, and Walter Cronkite. These are only some of the iconic members of the society whose work inspires today's explorers. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I am really proud to be a member of the club. When you walk around here, you feel like you're a part of something, you know. Uh, before his passing, Sir Edmund Hillary was the honorary president of the club. Buzz Aldrin, you know, now the honorary president. I mean, these are giants of exploration. Uh, the current president, Richard Garriott, you know, first guy to both poles and outer space and the deepest point in the ocean. I mean, these are people who... You know, they're traveling to the ends of the earth and accomplishing incredible things. So for me, it's a it's an inspirational place, really, and educational. They have an amazing lecture series. And, you know, j- just to hang out here is um, you never meet more interesting people than than around the bar here. So for me, I'm just thrilled they, you know, let me in the building. It's uh, It's awesome to be here and to meet these folks. And Josh says his new series, Tales from the Explorers Club, will capture that same spirit. It's going to chronicle some of the remarkable feats of exploration from some of the remarkable members of this institution. It's going to be awesome. So we'll be telling their stories and using really vivid cinematic recreations to take folks back in time to these harrowing expeditions. There's so many incredible expeditions uh, that, that have been launched from this club. I think one of the ones that that surprises a lot of people just because it it remained kind of untold for so long is the first person to the North Pole was an African-American explorer, Matthew Henson. Matthew Henson, uh, who is Af- was African-American, was really the first guy to the North Pole. He really didn't get the credit. He was positioned as a kind of trusty companion to Peary. But, uh, but in fact, Henson was this absolutely uh, astoundingly uh, capable uh, wilderness guy. I mean, he was a carpenter and he, he was, he was like an Inuit. I mean, he really learned the Inuit ways of doing things. He was just this, I mean, he, he was born 
a year after emancipation at the end of the Civil War, and he ends up being the first guy to the North Pole, and yet so many people don't know his story. Uh, and him and and Peary and their Inuit guides and their teams, they made, you know, I forget how many, five or six attempts to reach the North Pole, this just absolutely punishing task using ships and sledges and dogs and trying to get to this incredibly inhospitable place. And uh, And his story is just one of many of people who... Um, you know, he, he did one of the most remarkable things that's ever been done. And yet most people do not know Henson's name. He's just not, you know, he doesn't have the, the kind of cachet of, of Armstrong, you know, or Hillary and, and, and he should. So, so that's one of the stories I'm really thrilled to be telling because he, he's a name that we should all know. The stories you think, you know, often have more twists and turns or a whole secret history that you don't know. These are the stories that make tales from the Explorers Club so fun. Josh thinks so too. Look, I'm like everybody else. I love a good mystery. I love a good story. You know, I love a good hook. So, you know, we try to go after stories where there's active work being done, where there's archaeology or exploration being done. But also we want to go to a place where there's a mystery, where there's a question trying to be answered, you know. Um, You know, we've got a whole new season coming up and we're going to be digging into, you know, Nazi tunnel systems from World War II that are still just now being uncovered. These huge underground installations that we don't fully understand for weapons programs and different things. Uh, Tombs in in, in Egypt, you know, uh, Egypt, the the world's greatest open air museum, you know, just these incredible uh, tombs and artistic treasures that are still coming to light. Uh, and so for us, we want to go to places where we can ask a question uh, and really try to understand something about a civilization, something about a lost artifact or a treasure that, that we don't know the answer to. And so that's my feeling is like if you, can, if you can present a good mystery, that's a great hook for anyone. You know, good storytelling it doesn't really matter where in the world you are. If there's a good hook, you can bring people along with you. So that, that, that's what we're up to, is trying to find a question you can't really Google the answer to, because we don't know the answer yet. Many people imagine explorers to be the folks in cracked black and white photos, the ones who got there first or fastest. And while much of the Explorers Club celebrates those who came before, Josh knows the best is yet to come. My job is to go around the world and tell stories of great explorers and to meet with explorers and spend a few days walking in their shoes. And and so much of that is about trying to spread the gospel that, A, there is so much out there still to be explored and to be found, and also the importance of exploration in terms of conservation and protecting the planet and things like that. And so I think that we're at a weird moment where I think a lot of young people especially are losing that sense of mystery that like, oh, there's there's unknown things in the world. I think most people see the world as mapped. Most kids, they, we, we have this, these phones in our pockets are magic. I mean, they, they, they seemingly can take us anywhere in the world and they have the entire history of the world, you know, inside of them. Um, and yet, uh, you know, I tell people all the time, there are places in the world that are unmapped. There are sections of Peru in the interior of the rainforest where there is not good data. It's not mapped. And there are uh, pyramids in the jungles of Guatemala that have never been excavated. And there are civilizations uh, and cultures never found. You know, I mean, there, there's so much out there to still learn. And I think that, you know, that's what we try to 
encourage people to to take away from the show from Expedition Unknown is the that that there is magic and mystery in the world still. You know, there are these incredible new explorers. I had a chance to meet so many of them here at the club. Uh, you know, that are part of this grant program and and that are part of this EC fifty, this Explorers Club fifty explorers you need to know. And um, these people are just doing the most miraculous work and. You know, exploration takes on many faces. You know, there there are people um, conserving big cats, conserving cheetahs. You know, there's 7,500 cheetahs left in the wild. I mean, that's not much. We're going to certainly, you know, we, we may, our children may see rhinos go extinct. I mean, there, there are major issues with biodiversity in the world. There's major environmental issues going on. Exploration is, I think, as much now about finding new frontiers as it is telling people where we are in danger and getting people to understand uh, the, the places in the world we need to protect. So yeah, I'm, I'm amazed at, at all the good work that's going on out there. And for any kid who's listening who wonders if there's room to be Indiana Jones in the world anymore, uh, yes, there is. There's so much out there that, uh, that still is unknown. Oh, I'm going full Indiana Jones now. Hat, whip, golden idol, I'm ready. You seem too prepared for this. Please tell me you didn't already have the whip. I might have. You gotta be prepared, Callie. You have to be ready as soon as adventure strikes. But seriously, I love that Josh said that. It's so easy to fall into the trap that Earth has already been mapped, but there's so much out there to see. Josh has been exploring so much with the Explorers Club, and... Okay, wow, I'm just looking ahead a little. A whole new season of Expedition Unknown also starts on May 25th, and according to Josh, it's going to be a stellar season. There's so many cool stories this season. Like... I'm a big aviation nut. I, I love a history of aviation. And this is another one of those stories that I feel like people don't know about is everybody knows Lindbergh and the spirit of St. Louis. Lindbergh, the first person to fly nonstop solo across the Atlantic. I think what a lot of people don't know is Lindbergh was competing in this thing called the Ortigue Prize, which was this competition effectively to see who could be the first person to pull this off. And uh, he very nearly wasn't the guy. There was another team in France uh, that were uh, uh, just a few weeks before Lindbergh were going to fly in the opposite direction. Lindbergh flew from you know to, to Paris, and this team was flying the other way. And they had this plane called the Lusso Blanc, or the White Bird. And their uh, pilot was this guy Charles Nungesser, who was this like you know World War One flying ace, French hero. I mean, he was a national hero in France. And that plane vanished on its trip across the Atlantic, and uh, it was supposed to land. Uh, on uh, kind of a water landing in front of the Statue of Liberty. And then thousands of people turned out in New York for the landing and he never arrived. And so this plane uh, is one of the great mysteries of aviation. This plane called the White Bird, it's never been found. And there's this question of what happened to him and what happened to that flight. And, you know, the the history of the world was almost very different. It was almost a, a French team that, that crossed the Atlantic uh, first and, not, and, and Lindbergh would be a name maybe we wouldn't know. And so... You know, we're, we're traveling to uh, to Paris, we're traveling to Newfoundland, we're traveling to the woods of Maine, to all of these interesting places to meet historians that are trying to still piece together the story of this missing plane. So, I don't know, for me, I, I just, every one of these stories uh, for me is just like, it's a little world or a big world that I didn't know everything about. And that's when I'm happiest, when it's like, I'm learning and I'm, I'm out there you know, for the first time experiencing these stories. And so uh, the whole season's filled with, with a lot of great 
um, adventures like that. We're going to be digging into the Knights Templar. You know, again, everyone's heard of the Knights Templar, but nobody really knows anything about them. We 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 think of them as this shadowy conspiracy of an organization, and though they had the Holy Grail and they you know all, all the the sort of Dan Brown mystery of it all. And but what's the real deal? Who who were the Knights Templar? You know, is there any truth to this idea that they held these? these incredibly rare relics. And, and where did those stories come from? So we're going to be digging into things like that. Um, we're digging into, you know, famous uh, um, stories here in the U.S., the Dalton Gang, a famous Wild West gang that supposedly left behind a treasure. Uh, Dutch Schultz, who was a, a gangster and a moonshiner in upstate New York, uh, digging into his story, another kind of fascinating character. So it's going to be a really exciting season of big characters and big mysteries. Okay, sign me up. I cannot wait to watch. Thank you so much to Josh Gates for joining us today to give us the rundown on the Explorers Club and all his adventures. Speaking of adventure, we're exploring new waters here on Curiosity. Each Friday, we're dropping a very special interview with a member of the Explorers Club. Next week, we'll be talking to Richard Garriott, who is the current president of the Explorers Club. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Happy listening, and until next time, stay curious. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery. You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts, and we'd love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Our Discovery executive producer is Christina Bavetta. Our Discovery coordinating producer is Krishna San Nicholas. This show is hosted by us, Callie Gade and Nate Bonham. Our showrunner is Matt Mayer. Our writers are James Lynch and Jordan Trout. Our researcher is Thomas Martin Messersmith. Sound design, audio engineering, and editing by Nick Carissimi. I'm Callie Gade. And I'm Nate Bonham. We'll see you next week.